You're listening to episode 211 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here, and today I'm bringing you an extra special guest. This is actually a return guest to the podcast. Uh, Her name is Chelsea Wallace, and she is just an absolute delight, you guys. And this episode is absolutely mind-blowing. Chelsea is a launch strategist and copywriter, and she supports online coaches and consultants in launching their programs and packages from this flow and grace creating place to build their dream launch that feels fulfilling and secures the bag to the tune of multi five to six figures. I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty awesome to me. (laughs) This is an extra special episode though, because Chelsea and I, Chelsea was actually on the podcast uh, once before on episode 177. And the episode has been super popular. It was actually a coaching call that I did with her about launching her podcast, which is now live listed in the show notes. You're going to have to go check that out because it's amazing. And Chelsea and I actually did an Instagram live on my Instagram uh, just a few weeks ago. And it was about launching and how to launch from a place of less stress. And then just a few days later, uh, the situation with George Floyd happened. This Black Lives Matter revolution uh, began the very long overdue revolution, I might add. And that it completely changed the conversation. And what was most interesting about that was that, I mean, all of a sudden the, the, the content that Chelsea and I had just recorded was basically completely irrelevant, but much more importantly, I just started to see this massive shift happen almost instantaneously in the online space. And again, something that I feel and Chelsea also feels is very long overdue. And it's almost as though we didn't fully recognize, not, not to speak for Chelsea, but for myself, I I think that I didn't really realize that that shift needed to happen until I saw it happening. And then it became clear how overdue it is. Now, this also created a lot of issues because I think there's just been a lot of confusion then for anyone who was about to launch or in the middle of a launch, uh, like, like I was, or you, maybe you just came out of a launch like Chelsea is, is talking about in this episode and trying to figure out what your next move is. Maybe you're feeling exhausted, run down from a launch. This is the thing is that launching has a bit of a bad rap. It can, of course it's necessary. It can be quite lucrative, all of those amazing things, but it can also take everything you have and it can come from a quite unhealthy place. And one of the many things that the situation uh, that has unfolded has done is to really shine a light in the online coaching space and has really shown where things need to shift in a big way. This episode is so powerful. I'm going to be listening to this episode and re-listening to it multiple times over because the things that Chelsea had to say and, and share in this episode, I said to her, even just from uh, when I had her, we've spoken many times in between, but even since when I had her on the podcast back in January, 
I said to her when we got off the call, I, I can hear the difference in your voice. I can feel your, your energy and your passion and your fire coming through. And it's amazing to listen to. And there's so much that we have to learn from someone like Chelsea when it comes to business and launching in the online space. So Chelsea is getting into more things than I could even mention in this introduction, but just to like clip the very, the very top, top layer here, we're getting into things like unpacking the ways that launching hasn't been working for a really long time and how some of the resistance that you may have experienced around launching was actually a sign that things needed to shift to begin with creating, you know, massive impact and massive bank accounts without wounding other human beings, particularly people of color and the black community. Chelsea's talking to us about getting aligned with paradigms, systems, tactics, messaging, and how a lot of what we have been taught about launching from white people has been problematic and problematic for white, for other white people as well, not even just for people of color and for the black community. But a lot of the things that we have learned have not actually been serving any of us particularly well. Chelsea actually said at one point that the more I take care of my internal work, the more my business will grow. And I just thought that that was so powerful and such a beautiful reflection of some of the really significant things that she's getting into in this episode. She's also giving some tools and ways to move forward, whether you were in a pre-launch or in the middle of a launch or about to launch as well. I cannot recommend Chelsea enough. I have so much respect for her and I have for a really long time. And you, you absolutely must go follow her on Instagram. Uh, she's talking about some of the, the various ways that you can connect with her here in the episode as well, which will also be listed in the show notes. And I just strongly recommend that you pay attention with this episode. This might be an episode that you don't want to be doing a lot of other things during because this is, this is an episode that you need to give your full attention because you don't want to miss a single word. Okay. Um, Chelsea was already very generous with her time and I think we, we went slightly over our usual hours, so I don't want to hold up this introduction any longer. So make sure to go check out Chelsea and let's get into this. <laughs> Welcome back to the room to go podcast. And I am laughing because Chelsea and I were just talking. I feel like this happens with, with multiple guests, but especially this conversation you and I were starting to get into it and you were like, uh, I might not remember this. We need to just hit record. I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're diving in. <laughs> so Chelsea, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. This is actually your second time on the podcast, but this one is a big deal. We have a lot to dig into today. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. So tell us a little bit about you and a little bit about what you do because you were the first person I reached out to in this. And I was like, because you and I also did an Instagram live together about launching just like four or five mm -hmm. days before the George Floyd situation came about. And mm -hmm. I was going to release the revolution episode, the revolution. <laughs> and I then reached out to you. I'm like, uh, I don't think that our Instagram live is relevant any longer. Five days later, can mm -hmm. we record a new mm -hmm. podcast episode? Because a mm -hmm. lot has changed. So tell us, I, yeah. I keep getting ahead of myself. I'm sorry. Tell us a little bit about you. <laughs> good friend. You're good. And thank you for having me back. Like it's such, I'm delighted. <laughs> um, and hello to all of you wonderful listeners out in podcast land. <laughs> I am Chelsea. I am 
a few things you should know about me. I am Jamaican. I live and work in Jamaica and I am a black woman and I have experienced racism in the United States and I am also a launch strategist and copywriter and I am exceptional at what I do if I do say so myself. Hats off to me. <laughs> I have the biggest smile on my face because you are exceptional what you do and I just fucking love that you're owning it. So yes, girl, yes. I am all over this. <laughs> And uh, let's see, really what I do is help coaches and consultants to really align their launches with their internal world. And for me, that's kind of where it starts. And I've been, I've said this on my own podcast previously that um, I've been circling around this internal work that's associated with launching for years, for like four years, but I never really brought it to the front of what I do in my business. And Emily and I were just talking about this and saying that all the smoke and mirrors have been removed. And now we have to face our real internal-ish. And so it's a really ideal time for us to begin to face that internal-ish with relation to launching. If you've been wondering why you're getting sick before, during, and after your launches like all the time, if you're wondering like why you feel so drained after launching and you're literally almost unable to show up for your students and your clients, like all of those things to me are signals that there's something out of alignment. And what I help you do in a big way is really release that resistance, get your internal world in alignment with and in flow with what are the best strategies for you and what works for you. And if we have to create strategies from scratch, what that looks like for you so that you can launch with fullness and fulfillment and create that opportunity where you are creating massive impact. You're not triggering other people or wounding other people with the strategies and tactics and messaging you're using in your launching and you're hitting multi five and six figure goals. So that's what I do. You just said a mouthful there, and I have about 10,000 questions just from that alone <laughs> that I want to dig into. There's so much. Let's go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. First of all, aligning launches with people's internal worlds, that is just an incredible statement in and of itself. And I think that, that one of the biggest parts that people are struggling with the most is another point that you mentioned around creating massive impact without wounding or triggering other people. Mm -hmm. And I would love for you to speak to that a little bit more. And you also put up a really powerful Instagram post uh, a week or so ago, asking um, women of color, particularly the black community, but especially women of color, you know, women in color in general to walk people through, you know, what, or walk you through some of the, the issues that they've experienced in the online space and what they have sort of mm -hmm. come up against and, and some of the, the difficulties that they've experienced that are unique to them that I, for example, as a white person and a person of, of privilege, white privilege specifically, would not necessarily feel or experience. So mm -hmm. that ties in so much with, with creating that amazing impact without wounding people. So can you speak to that a yeah. little bit more and, and walk us through that a little bit? Yeah, sure. So I've just personally been examining a lot of the tactics and strategies and messaging 
that I have encouraged my own clients to use and the ways in which I have agreed with the systems and the paradigms that do wound people, that do trigger us as people of color, us as minority peoples, us as people who don't look like the normalized standard in society and what is normal anyway, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, <laughs> and as I have been looking and really examining those strategies and tactics and messaging, I have just like really remembered when I recommended those things or when I personally use those things, how they felt not right to me, how they felt icky, how they felt like something in the back of myself is like, Chelsea, this is not okay. But I ignored it because that's not the way you launch because all of the white male, let's be honest, um, gurus and experts in the online business space have told us how to launch. And they have actually told us that doing it our own way is a bad idea. Why? Because people who go first get arrows in the back. Like I actually heard somebody say this. I heard wow. pe like someone teach that you shouldn't find your own way. You should just model what other people do because when you find your own way, you're the one who's going out there first. And when you go out there first, you get arrows in the back. The people who go first die. And I'm like, uh, why do you think they died? You killed him. Hello? That, that is alarmingly similar to the oppression that has been going on for a long exactly. time. Like just that statement exactly. alone is, is alarming. Exactly. It literally, it is literally the paradigm and the pattern of imperialism and colonialism and racism and capitalism. It's like all of the things. <laughs> All of the isms. That, all of the isms <laughs> that oppress, that wound, that limit, that dehumanize, that murder, like all of those things, that is literally what just came out of your mouth. And this is what we are taught in the online business space. And so we do things the way we do them because we are taught, we don't really, like we come in, we're new, we're like, oh my goodness, this is an opportunity to create extra income for myself or my family. This is an opportunity to really live the life, my dream life. Like all of these pictures and desires that we have in our minds, we're like, this is an opportunity to do that. How do I get there? Then we start looking for people who are going to help us figure out that how, and they give us a checklist and we follow the checklist because we're like, we want to get there. But at what cost? At mm. what cost? And that's, that's, that's what, I am really beginning to actively unpack for myself, for my clients, for um, all of the women of color and black women who come to me because we, we've been having some really interesting conversations and we'll continue to do so over the next however long, <laughs> probably several months and maybe even the rest of my business life. But um, <laughs> I just think that there are systems and paradigms and strategies, tactics, um, messaging that triggers those old wounds in peoples who have not typically looked like the normalized standard of society. And 
we that that triggering isn't I, I don't even it's it's hard to like say that it is or isn't intentional and quite honestly it, it's not really like it's not my job to examine whether or not it is or isn't intentional because it's it's my job to figure out okay I am unlearning those things for myself because I'm not agreeing with you anymore you the white supremacist racist imperialist standard i'm not gonna be with you anymore i have to do things differently and so me and those who are interested in this work like really unlearning those agreements that we've made and finding new ways for ourselves where we can launch and it doesn't hurt people we can launch and it doesn't trigger scarcity in people it doesn't trigger fear in people it doesn't trigger people's survival mechanisms like if i buy from that place anyway how far am i really gonna get you know it's like you start something in pain and woundedness and brokenness and you expect it to end in beauty and you're not like some kind of messianic person who's gonna heal and fix everything <laughs> like you are not a savior you do not heal and fix us that is our job and so for us especially as communities of color and as um as those who have not lived up to whatever that standard has been who have not for whatever reason are not um within that standard we do not experience that 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 reality we i think get to unlearn those things and find new ways for ourselves so that we do not trigger ourselves we don't trigger our own communities and then we don't trigger anyone else we don't wound other people we don't continue with those agreements that began in unhealthy places and continue to produce unhealthy results and the person the oppressors will never be or <laughs> I don't know if that's too strong a statement to make, but the oppressors are not the ones that we can we get to look to for our healing. Because mm. the oppressors have to heal themselves too, you know? And so um I think we get to unlearn those things for ourselves and find new ways for ourselves so that we don't we actually allow ourselves to heal instead of triggering those old wounds and those pains over and over and over again. And actually limiting our own selves because of these checklists that we think we have to go by when we don't that was a lot to say and that was a whole mouthful but i hope that <laughs> it makes sense and that you're understanding where i'm coming from i know i i love hearing this from you because i think that it's incredibly powerful and i feel like everyone listening to this we all need to rewind and and listen again to everything that chelsea just said because there is a lot to unpack in there and i think that the that that the more we can do that unpacking the yeah. more and heal from it, it that everyone wins like this yeah. this is a, a universally beneficial system mm -hmm. to tear apart and and to rebuild in a better more yeah. beautiful way that is absolutely that's a good thing and that's a positive thing for all of us all and there us, are so yeah. many strategies that 
I've learned that I have had coaches, uh, white coaches tell me to do, um, again, similar to you that then I have, have taken and, and taught other people as well that never really felt great to me. Mm-hmm. And that's even <laughs> as, again, like as somebody who is white, I can't imagine being a person of color who was already potentially, you know, more triggered by, by particular instances, especially mm-hmm. in a majority white online coaching space and trying to come at those strategies from that same way as well. If it didn't feel good yeah. for me, I can't even imagine how some of those felt for you or for anyone of color. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can, you, can you give some examples, like maybe uh, some, some kind of specific examples just to yeah. people, if they're trying to like imagine what it is that we're talking about, some of the tactics mm-hmm. and messaging and stuff that has not felt good to you in the past that, that you are now looking to, to change and shift? Yeah, sure. So as, this is especially when it comes to, I think, um, the, the, it's in every stage of a launch. It's in the warm-up stage, it's in the nurturing stage, it's in the actual like objections and closing stages. But um, I think the most evident examples are definitely during that stage where, for example, you've come to the end of the webinar and it's time to close people into your program and you start saying things like, this investment is not for me, it's for you. I don't need your money. Uh, don't you though? You have a business. Business needs money to run, right? So um, if nobody ever bought your thing, you wouldn't be in business. So why are you putting this responsibility on me and making it feel like, oh, I, this is like, I'm actually doing you a favor. Like this is, this is, like, this is me doing you a favor. You know, this is, I am the webinar host. I am the expert and I'm doing you a favor. So you should do yourself a favor too and invest in your program. Do you know how condescending that sounds? Especially if you are a white person and you have someone of color on your call. Like that is simply in so many ways affirming the paradigm of you can't take care of yourself you don't know what's good for yourself. Let me do it for you. Even though PS, the way I'm going to do it is actually not going to take care of you. It's only in my own self-interest. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a great example. example. That yeah. is one example, you know, and there's so many other closes like this. Like I have, <laughs> I'm cracking up, Emily. I'm laughing because, um, I was going to say, I have a whole book on how to close people at the end of webinars. And I was going to call the person out who wrote the book and be like, bruh, all your tactics, we ain't using those no more because that is not. (laughs) So in case you're wondering who I'm talking about, I'll go ahead and make the call out. Russell Brunson. Okay. um, His book, Expert Secrets. And uh, I think, I don't remember if he has a book on, I don't think he has a book on the perfect webinar, but his perfect webinar program. He has about 12 to 14 different ways of closing people. And he has scripts in that book. Now, here's the thing about all of these launch strategies and tactics. They actually work. This is the tricky thing about everything that I'm talking about on this, on this podcast episode. These strategies work they work. They have worked and they've worked for decades. But at what cost? That's the question that we're asking right now. At what cost? 
right? It's not, I mean, it's not enough. The cost, the price that human beings, the price that my soul pays in being a part of your program where you teach me this stuff, that's not worth it to me. And so I'm going to stop paying it because that, that's not worth it. And, and I think all of us in the online business space are becoming aware of the price that these strategies and tactics are actually costing us, like what we're actually paying. When, and, and I'm not talking about paying in terms of money. I'm talking about paying in terms of our psyche, in terms of our emotional and internal worlds. Like what is the price that we are actually paying? You know, and is it worth it? <laughs> is it worth it to pay that price? And so lovely Mr. Brunson with his amazing books, all of his books that really work and that will make you money, but at what cost? How will you, if you are a person of color and if you are a person who has never fit into in whatever way, shape or form, any of the normalized standards that we celebrate and accept as right, good, etc. online, in the online business space, if you are a person who fits into like any of those experiences, at what, what cost have you been paying by abiding by these things? And if you are a white person, what cost have you been paying? Because the fact of the matter is the work that white people have to do and the work that people of color have to do is different but it all is the work of healing. Like you've got to heal differently than how I've got to heal. And you have stuff that you have to deal with and face that I, that will be different from what I have to deal with and face, but you got to heal and I got to heal. So what's the cost that we're paying for these strategies and tactics that we're checking all these boxes on. And when we come out the end of our launches or we are looking at the end of a quarter in business, the bottom line looks great, but we are drained. We are emotionally fatigued and we are wounded and don't even know how we've wounded ourselves by paying this price over and over and over again. And it's so interesting, you, you mentioned that too about, you know, at what cost. I actually had that written down as a question to ask you about how the launch can't just be about the money and, and the business can't just be about the money. It, the, and and the, the fact that we have to introduce more humanity into this humanity that should have always been there. Mm -hmm. And that, yes, you know, the intentions may have been there, but a, a friend of mine brought up that she's seen a, a meme floating around Instagram where it's like, FYI stands for fuck your intentions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've and, seen this. <laughs> yes. And that's the thing because it, it, you know, intentions are great, but where is where's the meat and potatoes to go with it? Like it can't just be about, you know, talking about it. It has to actually be action steps. And I, I would love for, yeah. And I would love for you to speak to as well, the fact that this new way of launching, it doesn't mean making less money. It means no, like changing, right? Like, like changing the way that we launch so that we're all still feeding our bottom line. We're all still you know, like we, wealthier than ever. I, I want everyone to be able to make all the money that they want and that you can do that while also not triggering people and having the humanity and introducing that into your business. Yeah, absolutely. I think that 
there's just such opportunity for us as human beings to grow and receive because here's the thing like we all know in online business and the very same people who teach these tactics and have no problem propagating them are the very same people who will look at you and tell you that your business won't grow or your business will only grow as far as you grow personally like Mm. we all know that we all accept that as the truth in online business because we've all experienced it we all come into this space and like all of a sudden all these doubts and fears and confidence issues start to like creep out of nowhere all the little crevices and corners of our hearts (laughs) like these little self-doubt gremlins and these little self-criticism gremlins and these little like perfectionists like all these little gremlins start to like creep out (laughs) of the cracks and the corners of our hearts and we're like i didn't even where are you coming like And we know that we have to deal with these things in order to see our businesses grow, right? And so why is it then that we don't recognize that a part of dealing with all of this internally is dealing with these issues too and being able to heal ourselves so that when we look at another person, we see human first. We see value first regardless of any other experience that they claim as a part of their identity because they are a person they are worthy of safety of acknowledgement of listening of empathy all of these things that we individually want as human beings and so for me it's only natural that the more I take care of my inner world, the more my business will expand. The more I take care of and address and heal internally, the more my business will grow. And when I talk about growing, I'm talking about the bottom line. I'm talking about profits. I'm talking about my team. I'm talking about my impact. I'm talking about all those things because we know that this is true. We know that if we grow internally, it will be evidenced in our physical reality. We know that all of us individually, once you have a platform and you have one person looking to you, you are a leader. And if we grow as leaders, if we learn to steward ourselves well first, to lead ourselves well first, then of course we'll grow in following. Of course we as leaders will have people following us and we as leaders will also be following other people and be looking to other leaders because, I mean, that's how leadership works. And so, I think that there is absolutely no reason for us to fear loss and fear losing and fear, oh, am I not going to make enough money to run a business? No, we know that if we take care of this first, the business will grow. It might, <laughs> it might require a bit of an explosion. It might require it to, you to lose a little bit or a lot. Like, if I'm honest, my business, like, fell apart even before COVID, to be completely honest with you. Like, it was not pretty. I had to fire team members. That's what we're talking about. Like, ugly, ugly, messy. Because my internal world was a mess. And because I was resisting so much of the fulfillment and wealth that I desired for a variety of different reasons. And so, 
when we resist our own healings, we actually shrink our business. So if I look at any of these gurus that are at the top of our online business space, I'm looking at you like, you don't want more money? You don't want to be able to have more impact? Heal your ish. Deal with your racist crap. <laughs> like, this is going to grow your business. Come on. Where are you at? In yourself, it is directly connected. Yeah. And I can't stress that enough. I mean, we, we could go down, we were talking a little bit before we jumped on, we could go down a whole rabbit hole, but the fact that some of these uh, all white online like coaches that are online coaches at the very top of the industry, like mm -hmm. very, very top, mm -hmm. a lot, of, the majority of them have crumbled in the yeah. last few weeks. And it has actually been shocking to me as as a human who makes mistakes often, <laughs> who will continue to make mistakes, especially in regards to this work around uh, unpacking, you know, white supremacy and, and becoming much more actively anti-racist, I have been shocked at the way some of them have handled it, where I've actually thought to myself, it's actually difficult for you to behave this badly. <laughs> like, like you're actually having to put effort into behaving and, and, and showing up in a way that kind of demonstrates as though you have no humanity whatsoever. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that's, that's a really big part of this. And, and what's even more interesting is that uh, Rachel Rogers has been talking about this a lot. Um, and mm -hmm. I, I signed her pledge as well. I, I will reference mm -hmm. that in the show notes for anyone interested. She held this really amazing town hall and there, then she has a, a pledge that you can sign as a business owner. And then they're going to come back and, and uh, check in on each business, like every quarter, I believe. And diversity and inclusion and, and this work, this anti-racist work is no longer optional. And yeah. what's fascinating to me is that I'm seeing businesses who still have not come out and taken an active stance on this issue, on Black Lives Matter and on the revolution and all of this. and they are starting to suffer already because people oh, yeah. are sitting up and paying attention to it. There, there's a contract that I've been negotiating back and forth for two or three months now with a company who wants to affiliate for my podcasting course. And they have not yet taken a stand and they were waiting for my response. And I said, well, where, what do you, where do you stand on Black Lives Matter? And they said, oh yeah, we, we support it. Uh, we're coming out with a statement soon. I'm like soon? Like, we're like three weeks into this. Where is your statement? I don't understand. And uh, honestly, I, I'm, I don't think I'm going to be signing the contract because I have no, mm -hmm. even if they come out with something later, at that point, I'm kind of like, it's too little too late. And, and then it just becomes performative too. I'm like, oh, so yes. now when you figured out that you can't get away with not coming mm -hmm. out with a statement and you mm -hmm. didn't put any risk into it whatsoever, now you decide that you have to, that's not yeah. okay. Yeah. And, and yeah. people need to remember this, like, but it can't just be about the bottom line. Like, like you have to actually just be a really decent human and want to yeah. have equality for everyone and to have that humanity. And if you, you don't have that as a business owner, I don't think you're going to get very far as a business owner or as a human. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. You know what? I, I will agree with you there, Emily. I have a friend who says that the resisting is harder than doing the work itself. Mm. And I'm just like, uh, 
prime example. Yes. <laughs> like it's actually harder in this time to resist doing the work than actually just saying, I'm, I'm messy. I'm not what I thought I was. And I want to do this work. I want to show up and actually, and you know, we talk about doing this work as if it's like, Oh, it's doing the work. Actually, it's, it's literally you just being a better human being. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like, Oh, you have homework now. It's not like a coaching program. It's like, how can I be a better human being? And this is going to be the journey of my life or a part of the journey of my life, step by step, day by day. What am I going to do differently? How am I going to check myself? How am I going to unlearn things and learn new ways of thinking that actually enable me to love and care and show up in the world in a decent way? <laughs> There's like, it's not, and, and you know, Rachel made this um, post, I think it was probably even yesterday or the day before. Um, on Instagram and she's like it's not that complicated it's not complicated at all it's actually really simple and so like all of this resistance and for what do you think the old paradigm is coming back do you think the old way of doing things is coming back do you think that we're all gonna be okay with you just like not saying anything not owning your ish nah boo it's not gonna fly <laughs> It's really not going to fly. <laughs> I, I was thinking about that post that Rachel put up before you even mentioned it. I think it was uh, like you, you were not confused with mm -hmm. the, yeah, yeah. the title of it. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and it's so true because when you put it that way, she's like, listen, you're entrepreneurs. You've built a business. You have you know, done this from the ground up. How is being essentially, I, I'm totally paraphrasing this. These are not her exact words, but basically mm -hmm. just what you're saying, like how is being a better human that difficult? Yeah. Like, it's not that hard. No. And when, when we think about it that way, you know, people are, are really kind of getting stuck in the weeds and stuff. And I'm like, it's mm -hmm. just, it, yeah, that, that's all it is. We don't have to make it so complicated. It's actually very, very simple. It's, it's yeah. a very simple process. It just involves having to unlearn some things. And I'm not sure, you know, it, a lot of people are, are having a lot of resistance to it. And at this point, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm more confused about why they're having so much resistance to progressing. I'm like, well, why, why do you want to stay stuck? <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, why would you not want to grow? Especially when you know growth for you actually is a good thing. Like if you look back at all the times in your life where you grew, it wasn't fun. It wasn't easy. You didn't enjoy it. But at the other end of it, it was beautiful. It was glorious. You were thankful. You're an entrepreneur. I'm sure each and every single one of us have had that experience, even if it's just the moment of deciding to be like to be fully in this, you know, to leave your nine to five or to go against your parents and your friends' which, wishes or to just take the risk and do the thing. Like even that moment is growth. It's uncomfortable. It's messy. But at the other end of it, there's this beautiful thing that you're like, you know what? I'm thankful I did this. It's the same paradigm here. This is growth. Why would you want to resist that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, this is so good. Okay, so when it comes to launching, you had also put up a post about, you know, kind of asking people where they're at, gauging where people are, you know, either about to, somebody mm -hmm. been about to launch, <laughs> somebody was mid-launch, or somebody had just come through a launch and they were like, 
what the hell just happened? I feel like I got hit by a truck. (laughs) (laughs) So what advice do you have for each of those three stages? Um, so stage number one, (laughs) you were about to launch and the revolution popped off and now you're like, uh, no, I gotta like be actively anti-racist. What? I don't what? <laughs> because but, I mean, you know what? I'm I'm gonna now. Please do not expect this from every black woman. I just want to preface this with that disclaimer. But I am gonna be a bit empathetic and say that just from experience <laughs> of recognizing like my own places of agreement with racism and even colonialism in my own life and recognizing that, oh, it actually takes active work to undo these things. And then re- recognizing that I didn't expect this to be in my life, like what? <laughs> like, like, I understand that it's a lot. And then on top of that to say that, oh yeah, remember you have a business to run, you have a team to pay, or you have a family to feed, or you have yourself to feed, like this is, this is real life. So, if you're in a position where it's you were planning your launch, you're now on hold or you're now thinking about getting back to launching and you're just like, how do I, how do I do this? Um, I would, and actually it's probably the same advice for everyone in each stage. Um, even if you're like, you were in the middle of your launch, everything unfolded and now you're just like, what do I do right now? Or you are at the end of your launch and you're feeling like drained, unable, completely empty. And on top of that, all of this now, I would recommend that you take a look at your strategy, your messaging, and see if there's any place that where there felt like there was resistance for you. And maybe it was resistance that you pushed off. Maybe it was resistance that you ignored. Maybe you didn't even recognize there was resistance and you might start asking this question and be like, Chelsea, this, this, there, there is no resistance. What are you talking about? But if you actually reconnect with yourself and get back into your skin, get back into your heart and your soul, you actually find resistance there. Kind of like those little gremlins that we were talking about a few <laughs> minutes ago. I love that um, visual, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> They just come crawling out. And and here's the thing. They come crawling out when the time is right. They come crawling out when they sense that, oh, now's the time for me to show my face. Now I can really like show up and shine. But it's also an opportunity for you to be like, uh, actually, we're going to just kindly um, help you not be so gremlin like anymore we're gonna show you to the door (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) one of two things is gonna happen we're either gonna release you or we're gonna transform you (laughs) so um i think as you're thinking about where there was resistance in your strategies or your messaging um if you're not feeling that resistance i think you probably need to connect with yourself to listen to some of the things that the black community is saying right now listen to some of the things that people of color are saying right now, listen to some of the things that even um, LGBTQ communities are saying right now. All of the communities that are body positive communities, Native American, like all of the communities that have not been the normalized standard, expose yourself to those voices and then go back 
and look at your launch strategies and messaging and, and see if you still don't feel resistance. Um, but the whole idea is to ask yourself, where was I feeling resistance? And then begin to unpack where you felt like that resistance was coming from. Because here's the thing, we are taught in so many ways that that resistance is coming from like things like unhealthy money mindset or things like unhealthy growth mindset, unhealthy mindsets in general. Um, but it's not just unhealthy mindsets that like we have, it's also unhealthy paradigms that we have learned and that we have been taught that we get to unlearn and we get to release agreements with. And so um, that simple question is a really great start. Um, I don't know, Emily, if you want me to toss in that I'm also having some conversations like this. <laughs> Please. Yes. No, this is partly what I wanted to talk to you about as well. That, yeah, you, you were hosting like some circles and stuff. And I, I just, mm -hmm. I love what you're doing and I would love for you to, to share that more. Please. Okay. So um, if you are in a place where you're like, Chelsea, I'm not sure like how to do this like by myself or you're looking for a space, a safe space in which to do this, I will be hosting and have been hosting a couple different circles for women of color and black women. If you are interested, you can DM me on Instagram and my handle is gonna be in the show notes. Um, but also, if you are a white woman and you're like, uh, I don't, I'm obviously not a person of color or a black woman. <laughs> so I, are you saying I can't come to the circles? Well, no, not those circles, but I will be planning something for the white community very soon. And so um, DM me as well and let me know you're interested because the more people that let me know that they want to do this work, the more that I can host the space. So also you could totally like work with me, you know, like one-on-one, -on -one. let's unpack this stuff, plan your launch, rethink your launch, reassess your launch and do it differently. Do it in a way that's more aligned with where you want to be and more aligned with the person you want to become and the anti-racist paradigms that you want to begin to hold as your own. Yeah. And I, I want to make sure that people absolutely connect with you. Yeah. So your, your handle will be listed in the show notes as well, but mm -hmm. just in case anybody wants to quickly whip out their phone and type it in right now, it's the, the launch copy coach, correct? Yep. Did I nail that? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember if there was the, the or not, but yes, it is the, the launch copy coach. Perfect. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I think that's awesome about, really looking at like kind of doing some of this, this internal work in terms of what has everyone told me to do? Yeah. And what have I been taught to do that maybe doesn't feel good? Even when you mentioned uh, Russell Brunson's book, I was mm -hmm. also just thinking about some of the, the moments that I've had in the last week or two, looking at my, my bookshelf or, or thinking about, you know, the, the books that I have bought in the past, almost exclusively like, like business and, and personal development mm -hmm. type books, almost exclusively white authors. And oh, yeah. I'm like, damn, I have some, some work to do here. Like, mm -hmm. because I don't want to only learn from one type. What, you know, yeah. like th this is when, this is such a beautiful opportunity. And, and this is something that I should have been doing all along was making a more active effort to seek out you know, black authors and, and people of color yeah. who are teaching things from maybe a slightly different perspective, of course. Mm -hmm. And that is going to help 
when, when we all do more of that, we're all going to have a much more diverse, beautiful experience in the world, whether it's as a business owner or as a human or just however, it's going to make a really big difference. And I don't think that there is only one person out there who knows everything that there is to know about business or about anything else for that matter. (laughs) No, (laughs) absolutely not. (laughs) That one person does not exist. We need to learn from a variety. I, I can't remember. I think that somebody famous probably said this, but I don't remember who it is. Something about when you were taking in information to take what you want and leave the rest. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's a really beautiful way of, of looking at, you know, learning from really wide, varied groups. And it doesn't mean that you're going to take every single thing that, 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 that every single person says as the law, but right. you can take what you want and take what resonates with you and then leave the rest behind. And then that leaves space for you to pick up something else really amazing from someone different. And Mm -hmm. that circle just continues. I mean, what are, what are you most excited to see shift in, in either, either and the, the industry Mm -hmm. and just kind of like with launching in general, what are you most excited to see shift and change and, and, or what is already starting to shift and change that you're most excited about? I think I, I'm really, really looking forward to more of these conversations and different ways of launching coming out of this. Launches that almost don't seem like a launch because they're so simple and they're so aligned and you can see that the person's having the time of their lives or you you probably don't even see the person at all because they're off like having an amazing experience with their small community and that's their launch like i'm excited to almost see less performance you know because a launch can feel so much like a performance yeah it can feel like oh i'm launching hey <laughs> You know, like now I'm on the stage and I'm doing the dance. Look at me, look at me. (laughs) Like really, really like performative. Yeah. Um, and not not productive, not like moving you forward in so many ways. Um, it's just and it's not a performance with heart either. It's it's a performance to measure up to the standards of success that we've set in the online business industry. Um And so I'm excited to see launches look less like launches and launches that look more like less like the typical definition of a launch and launches that look more like connection and fun and fulfillment and real and messy. And it's like, it's all welcome. You know, it's, it's not, it's not perfect, but also, it's not pressuring. I'm excited to talk to people and coach people into launches that feel messy and might even look messy, but they're having the best time. (laughs) They're having the best time serving their people and their people are getting so much from it and they still feel like they can be with their family and they're not feeling pressured to try to make it perfect and they're making the money. Like the bank is evidence of how how beautiful the launch was in spite of not checking all the boxes i'm excited to throw the the checklist out that's what i'm excited for um and i did want to say one more thing too about this i and i know this um this might not be super applicable so 
feel free to cut it. No, please. <laughs> and Chelsea, you say whatever you want, and I'm not cutting anything. <laughs> I'm cutting a single word. <laughs> but um, what I wanted to say was, I feel like I'm excited to see, honestly, the conversation shift away too from diversity and inclusion to like this. Because I think there are a lot of conversations happening about diversity and inclusion right now. And those conversations are important and necessary, but I don't think that we have examined enough or even begun to examine enough the strategies that we're using and how those are not aligned and they're not okay. And they actually, in so many ways, agree with racist paradigms that have been set up and white supremacist paradigms that have been set up. And so I want to see more people having these conversations. That's what I'm most excited about. And I'm excited about these launches that throw away the checklists and don't even look like launches, but then the person shares their, a screenshot of their Stripe, Stripe account and you're just like, uh, yes, this person is making money and it doesn't have to look like whatever I thought it had to look like. And you know what? I'm going to follow them because I want to learn how they do it because that looks like actual freedom to me. So yeah. And yes, and, and I, I love that you were saying that because that is my goal. And even all the words that you were throwing up before about like fulfillment and joy and um, just real and messy, mm -hmm. those are all of the things that, that I, I try to, to embody just in general, like in, in, mm -hmm. in me, my, my everyday life, my brand, all of that. And full disclosure, full disclosure, I have always struggled with launches because they mm -hmm. have always felt very performative like you mentioned yeah. and, and almost like kind of fake and I'm like oh even though I try and come at it from a really genuine place because that's that's just kind of who I am I've mm -hmm. still struggled with that because it just has always felt off a little bit yeah. because I would be trying yeah. to use these strategies and stuff so I am here for this because <laughs> this all sounds amazing to me and I want <laughs> to get in on this new style of launching and just to have everyone win like yeah. to to be able to show up as a better human and have more money in the bank like I, yeah. there is nothing there anyone who's going to argue that there's something bad in there is, is not getting the full picture it's really not getting the full picture at all yeah <laughs> oh my gosh okay is there anything else that you feel like we haven't touched on that you want to mention before we we wrap up yeah, I think we touched on all the things. And uh, I'm just really excited to do this work, man. I'm so excited for this, to be completely honest, because for me, this has been such a long time coming. Um, personally, Emily, you just said that you have always struggled with launching. And a while back, I did a live with you, as you mentioned, that we were going to turn into a podcast episode and <laughs> it was just not relevant anymore. Um, 2020 but, vibes. Everything goes is, out of style six hours after it comes out. <laughs> exactly. This is our life now. Um, and on that live, I said that I've never had a launch that I actually enjoyed that was fulfilling and successful. Never. For you I've personally, you mean, me right? Personally. Yeah, yeah. For me personally, yeah. I've had it, I've, I've created that for a couple of my clients for sure. Um, but for me personally, never. And for me, it's not 
like there's 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 got to be more man there's there has to be more and i'm not satisfied with this way of doing things anymore and i'm so as ugly and as brutal as it is i think this time in history quite, quite frankly is showing us the truth about the world and the truth about the things that we've agreed with and lived in all our lives and because we can we now see these truths we now have an opportunity to say okay this is where we're at there's got to be more than this what are we going to do to get to that more and so i'm I'm excited to do this work for myself too (laughs) not just for my people but for me (laughs) i can't wait to shake up the status quo and to follow follow you leading this entire launching revolution along the way and and work with you on this because i am just so excited (laughs) You were, you've already sold me. I'm like, okay, where do I sign up for this new type of watching? <laughs> Get me a front row seat, please. <laughs> we're making it happen. We're going to make it happen. And you know, too, like, I also want to say that and acknowledge that this is not a snap your fingers kind of process. I think that, well, if I may add more to what I just said, we can, we can go on forever on this topic for me. <laughs> but um, I think that in the online business space, one of the paradigms has been you make it fast or you're not enough. Like yes. five figures in six months, six figures in a year kind of thing. Or you actually haven't done business well. Like there's something missing in your business and you need to step it up. And so we try to watch all these webinars and take all these trainings and buy all these coaching programs and masterminds and inner circle programs and all these things to try to get it faster, quicker, better now. And in so many ways, we try to circumvent the process that is our internal growth. (laughs) And like we were saying earlier, it's the internal growth that creates the physical reality that we want to live in. And so- for me, this is not a snap your fingers, quick, fast, dirty, done kind of thing. This is process. This is growth. And we actually get to savor it. Like we get to lavish in this every single step of the way. Because that's the thing. When you actually embrace the mess, you can find so much beauty in it and so much fullness in it. Like I am a mess right now, but I have never looked more gorgeous and I am in it and we are here. Like there's so many, there's so much connection also that you can find because when you're, when you say you're a mess and I say I'm a mess and we're a mess together and we're figuring it out, like what is better than that? Like this, this is humanity to me. This is, this is what it means to be human and show up for one another and what is business if not serving the humanity in one another, you know, and calling that humanity forward and higher in so many ways. And so, yeah, I think it's a brilliant opportunity. We're on the cusp of something great and amazing. And I am so looking forward to it. Well, and can I just say that, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I'm biased because you and I have, have been friends now for like, what, a year, I think? Something like that. They're about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember actually like pacing around my, my very first place in Bali when I first got to Bali, like sending voice messages to you. It's so funny. Yes, <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> but I mean, again, maybe I'm, I'm biased, but 
I would like to point out to anyone listening that there has not been a single, and this has never been what I've been about either, but there has never been a single scare tactic used in today's episode. No fear mongering, no anything. All that I'm getting from this is like pure excitement for ripping apart a process that hasn't been working well and coming up with something new. And I am just completely sold on, on <laughs> everything that you're describing, Chelsea. And there has not been a single, this has been about nothing but humanity. There, there has not been yeah. a single like fear mongering tactic used here or, you know, placing responsibility where it shouldn't be placed, nothing like that. And mm-hmm. why can't business be done this way? We're doing yeah. it right now. And mm-hmm. it's magical. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So more Doesn't of this. Doesn't it feel so please. good? Yes. Oh, good. Please. You're talking about like lavishing yourself. I'm like, please, like, give me, I will give you the money. Like, make this happen. (laughs) If you can use the word lavish and launching together, I am in. (laughs) Me too, friend. Me too. I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So tell us a little bit about, I know you mentioned um, the circles and stuff that you're holding for uh, the Black community and women of color. And that you are also coming up with something for uh, the white community as well, and people can DM you. But you also have an amazing podcast uh, that I yes, adore. I do. So tell us about your <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. My podcast <laughs> is Launching and Learning with Chelsea Wallace. And this is the space where we have these conversations, actually. Um, and we're going to have more of these conversations because for me, it's the, it, I'm not saying that the strategies and the checklist are like horrible. I'm just saying that you got to know which ones you should be checking and which ones aren't for you. And so on that podcast, we explore the checklists and we also explore the inner world, the internal work, the lavish launching kind of deal that is going to create the physical reality of a launch that is profitable and fulfilling for you. So if you want to have more of these conversations and hear more of what I have to say on these things, feel free to hop over to the podcast and take a listen on Apple (laughs) and uh, Spotify and Stitcher. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. Yes. And I had the the pleasure of being on your podcast as well. And you're just, you're a fantastic host and you just do a really beautiful job and pour so much of yourself into it, um, which is always a sign of, of a really great podcast in my in my professional opinion, as, as a podcast coach. Podcast <laughs> coach. Yeah. Thank you, friend. I appreciate that. P.S. Can I just take the opportunity to like shout Emily out? Because she's the only reason why that podcast is Oh my goodness. Because <laughs> that was a whole deal. And you can go listen to my coaching episode here on this podcast about how that actually came about. But yeah, you are amazing as a podcast host. And I adore you. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're so sweet. Honestly, and I was telling, I was telling Chelsea before we got on that that episode has done so well because not only do you just radiate warmth and joy in everything that you do, uh, so that just naturally brings people in anyway, but I think that people just also really resonated with so many of, of your questions that you had with where you were at at that stage um, and just being a little bit unsure. And, and we talked through it and that was just, that was just a blast. Like I just had so much fun on that one. And I, I swear every time Chelsea and I talk, this might be the, one of the first times that you and I have talked where I haven't given you homework. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. And you know why, you know why I think you haven't given me homework because I haven't done the last bit of homework that you gave me yet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I think that if you have homework you want to get me, I, I, I'm always open to homework. Ooh, so, friend, can I give you homework? Oh my God. Can you please? I'm excited. Give me I homework. I am so excited <laughs> for this right now. <laughs> please give me homework. I am pumped for this. <laughs> okay. You know what I would love to see from you, Emily? I would love for you to share more about like one of your most recent launches mm -hmm. and what was your favorite moment and your least favorite moment. If you want to share that, it. like on your, on your, I don't know, wherever you want to share it, I'm down, but I want to, I want to hear like your favorite moments and least favorite moments and why on one of your most recent launches. Cause I know you've had a couple. <laughs> yes. Okay. I just wrote that down. So for anyone listening to this episode, uh, I am basically releasing this podcast episode the same day that Chelsea and I are chatting because I'm like 2020 vibes. I can't wait because everything is so fucking time sensitive. And honestly, people just need this information anyway. So I will do my homework right away because then I'll tie it in with this episode and launching Ooh. and stuff. So in the next, in the next two or three days, I will do my homework and I will tag you and I'm excited. This is awesome. <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> this is awesome. Okay. I have one final question that I promise I'll let you go uh, because I okay. could just talk to you all day. <laughs> <laughs> so I always wrap up uh, any guest interview with asking if you could offer people one piece of advice on growing into the best possible version of themselves, what would it be? Ooh. Ask and this doesn't have question. to be launching specific. This can be about anything. It can be about launching or it can be about anything mm -hmm. else that you want. It's, it's asking the good questions. Oh, like, yes. Ask the good questions, Matt. Ask the deep, gritty, like the questions that you're resisting, ask those questions. That is a fantastic answer. And it just resonates with me <laughs> on, so much, on so many levels because like, I love talking about resistance and grit is actually one of my favorite things to talk about. Um, yeah. <laughs> and like asking better questions. I always tell people, I'm like, ask better questions. Like people yeah. will, will ask questions where I'm like, that's not the question that you should be asking. Like, mm -hmm. hey, here's your homework. Go ask a better question. Yes, 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 yes. You know what? So good. You know what? Don't ask. So there's nothing wrong with asking what, but an even better question is why. And when you can ask why and go deeper and deeper and deeper on that why, you know how they have that exercise where you do like your five levels of why yes. or whatever? I like, love that. There's a reason why that exercise works. It's because you're asking and getting at the deep, deep things that are lying under there that you haven't actually even discovered about yourself. And those questions are the good ones. Those are the good ones. So good. Oh my gosh. Chelsea, this entire episode has just been absolute gold. And you are I, seriously, you're always a joy to chat with anyway. So that just amplifies the entire experience. <laughs> I am so grateful for you taking the time, especially when we were not like, this was sort of an extra hour because we'd already done the Instagram live. And <laughs> yes, you are just a gem. Thank you so much. I'm so appreciative. And I know that everyone is going to just get so much out of this. I'm going to be going back and listening to this multiple times because there's so much in here that I, I want to make sure that I, I capture. So thank you so much. Thank you, Emily. I'm going to be going back and listening to this too because I'm like, <laughs> I felt so good saying these things. Somebody needs to write this all down and like 
turn it into my sales page or something because this sounds ps this is how you write copy y'all you get on a podcast episode and record yourself saying like dropping gems and then you turn that into your copy so thank you emily for having me and this might be my sales page <laughs> you know what in that case i don't always have my my assistant do transcriptions for interviews because sometimes it can just it, it takes like a really long time yeah, but yeah, i yeah. feel like you and i are both gonna get so much out of this i'll just have her do the transcription oh, for this too so i'll send you the friend. transcription <laughs> no, that's so kind of you thank you oh my gosh that's fine that. of course yeah yeah <laughs> So transcription is coming, everybody. Sit tight. It won't be done the same day as this podcast episode is being recorded because I'm yeah. rushing this whole process, but I promise it will be in a few days. <laughs> You're a gem, Emily. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, thank you, Chelsea. <laughs> thank you so much. This is awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I'm so grateful you took the time and it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me on Instagram over at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with brand new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.